sizzling in the background. But it doesn't really matter because I'm recording this from a location far, far away from home and there's a shitload of background noise. So at this point, yeah. I just give up on trying to keep the audio good. But um, yeah, well, we finally made it back. Took a long time, but I had a lot of shit going on and basically ended up halfway around the world. So it took me a little bit to get adjusted here, but um, I also left my notepad back in my room too. But I've got my brother Drew on again and uh, just kind of catch up on some stuff that has recently happened and some stuff that's about to happen. I've been kind of out of touch with like everything going on. I've like desperately tried to figure out like watching like UFC stuff here, which I, I think I figured it out. Thanks a lot, Dana White. You fucking suck. Um, but I'm pretty sure I've figured it out. And then I've tried to watch some boxing, some USA boxing in the Olympics, which I figured that out. That was a lot easier. Again, Dana White, you fucking suck. Um, so, yeah. I, I just watched uh, Naomi Graham. No, Naomi Graham. She's the team captain for the USA boxing team. She's, uh, she's actually, I think she's the first active female the first female active duty member to participate in boxing and she's the captain so that's kind of cool she's a staff sergeant in the army is um, she active duty i thought she was scarred i think she i think it said she's active duty i maybe like I, said, I don't have my notepad here so everything i say is literally on the whim so it's probably gonna be wrong but um yeah so there's that and then um i did get to watch the tj dillashaw fight and the Corey sandhagen fight and I'm just gonna flat out say Corey Sandhagen was robbed. He wasn't robbed. <laughs> I think he, he came was down robbed. to that last. He came down to that last round, and it really could I have think been it, scored either way. I think it was a close fight, but I think Corey Sandhagen won that fight. I think he might have, but you just really have to go back and just watch that fifth round by itself to really get a feel for it. Uh, TJ had a couple takedowns, I believe, in that, so that's probably what sealed it for him. Yeah, but I mean, so that's the other thing, though. Like, I know takedowns score you points, but let me ask you this, because you you might know. Do takedown, if you stuff a takedown, do you get points for that? No. Okay, so if you literally do nothing the whole fight, but attempt a takedown, attempt a takedown, attempt a takedown, then it gets stuffed and stuffed and stuffed and stuffed, because that's what happened for a lot of this fight. Corey Stanton, Corey Sanhagen stuffed a lot of takedowns. He, he didn't uh, like stuff a them. He amount. rolled out of them and stuff in weird ways, but he essentially prevented, even when he was on the ground, he prevented damage. You could even he, say that he did he more damage off his back than... Right. So he prevented them a lot, and then he got... He did get, I think, two takedowns. Was it in the last round? I can't remember that much. It was a little while ago since I watched it. But he did get a couple takedowns, so I understand he got points for that. But at the same time, like... Of course, Sanhagen was sharpshooting the whole night. Like, he was just landing yeah. whatever he wanted on T.J. Dillashaw's face, and it was showing. Well, he did, he did much more damage, right? He uh, tore a couple ligaments in T.J.'s knee. Right. That cut That's was already kind of there. He just reopened yeah, it, and he connected with a few big flying knees, too. Um, but at the end of the day, T.J. is just really tough, and a lot of people underestimated yeah. him for some reason. I was well, not. I, did. I think every, everybody had a sour taste in their mouth with him, not necessarily him as a person, but as a fighter. I think everyone had a sour taste in his mouth. Well, if you look at, but if you look at the odds, he was like 
plus 200 or something or plus 270 to win. So he was a massive underdog, and he really shouldn't have been. He, he actually is a really good fighter, and that it's not a robbery to say that he won. I do think Corey probably won the fifth round, especially since on the ground he did more damage off his back than TJ did from the top. Um, so it's like the takedown is not worth much if you get hurt during the takedown. Um, but I don't know. It is what it is. I wasn't mad with the decision because it was a really good fight. TJ did really well in the whole fight, but uh, Corey did better overall and took less damage. Let me mess around with some audio things here. All right. Do me a favor and turn down your volume on just on what? your headphones, whatever you're using to record or listen to. Just How about now? Turn it. No, just turn it down so you can, so you don't hear me as much. I got control of your gain here, so like your physical volume in your earbuds. Just turn them down a little bit, only because that way okay. it should prevent that echo. Is that better? I don't know. We'll find out when I go to record, but sure, it's fine. I just wanted to remember to say it. Um, yeah. Okay. No, I, I, I understand why people had sour tastes in their mouth with TJ. I don't think. It's. I don't necessarily agree with it. I know what he did was wrong, and he knows what he did was wrong. I feel like the guy's kind of been punished enough, and he's been blackballed as like the face of a cheater for like a long enough time that it's like okay, like let's cut this guy some slack. I think it was a great opportunity for him to go into Corey Sanhagen, who's was ranked number two, if I believe. And Corey Sanhagen's like no slouch. Like that dude is. He's one of my favorite fighters in that division. And yeah. um, you know, and he he hung in there. Do I think he won? I don't think he won. I think that it was close, but I don't think he won. But Ooh, whatever. DJ? Yeah. Yeah. But um, you know, that's all said and done. And then, did you watch the Kyler uh, Phillips fight? Yeah, the Kyler Phillips, and was it Hypa? Uh, I don't know the guy's first name. Yeah, I think it was. Is a weird name like Javier, and or I don't know, but yeah. I think the last name was Piva. And Kyler Phillips, actually, that fight should have ended as a draw. There was only one judge who had that scored properly. Because um, if you watch, the first round should have been a 10-8 for Phillips because uh, Paiva was almost out of there. But um, after that, Paiva won the next two rounds, and they should have both been 10-9, and it should have ended as a draw. But... Yeah, I... Uh... I don't know. I was. I guess I was. I would say I was slightly disappointed in that fight. I, Why? I definitely think ten eight fight, ten eight round, the first one, and then I don't know. It, it was a toss up. Now I think I'm disappointed because I like Kyler Phillips. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it was he, just a it was a poor judgment call to completely gas yourself out trying to get the finish. He was really know, close to getting the finish. He, he used so much energy tired. in that first round. He was dead he after. But they both they both were. Yeah, but he he expended more energy throwing strikes than Paiva did just receiving the strikes on the ground. Paiva took more damage, but he didn't expend all the energy, which is why he was think, able to win the next two rounds. I think Paiva landed a couple of of good shots that just rocked rock Kyler and He had some he had some good straight right hands that he threw in the second and third round, especially the third round right towards the end. He had a nice right straight that landed Flush on Phillips, yeah. and somehow didn't put him away. Yeah, no, that it, it was a good fight though. It, it 
to me, it could have been the fight of the night. But I mean, both either the Sandy fight or that the... fight. No, I, I think don't know the Paiva fight was fight of the night. I think that it won fight of the night. Like I said, I haven't been completely out of everything for the last two weeks or week and a half, however long it's fucking been. So yeah, I couldn't really. I missed. You, so I caught all the fights on the main card, but I missed the prelims because they started too early. Um, but the Macy Barber fight was. She won. I thought it was, that. Yeah, she shouldn't have won though. Really. Um, yeah, that one was a robbery for sure. But uh, that was funny because in the first round, she in her last like two fights has been doing this when she's throwing feints. She throws feints from like five feet away where it's not doing anything. And uh, Uriah Faber, her coach in her corner, told her to you got to try to hit her. And uh, then she, then she actually stepped it up and got in range and started uh, striking some more. And the third round, she showed herself and she actually did really well. And if it was a five-round fight, she probably would have won the fight. Uh, a three-round fight, the way that it should have been scored, it should have been 29-28 um, for Maverick. But still, yeah, I mean, it's kind of funny yeah. though. Like, if if you, I'm sure you noticed too. Like, Uriah Faber was there for like every fight. Like, he was the coach for every fight. Yeah, a lot of those small guys. Uh, Uriah Faber. I don't know if his team is Team Alpha Male still or whatever, but. Um, a lot of the like 35ers, 45ers, and flyweight guys are all. A lot of the big guy name guys are all part of his team. It's just like a, a small person team. I don't know. Yeah, but um, no, it was. It was uh. Second here, sorry. Make sure nobody's calling for me. Um. They were good fights. Like I said, I, I didn't get to caught- watch. I didn't get to really watch a lot because I was struggling to figure out how to fucking find the UFC outside of the United States. Fuck you, Dana White. Yeah. I don't so, know if you caught the uh, the Darren Elkins fight at all. That was right before the Phillips fight. I did, Darren Elkins, it. It, he's they, fun to watch. Um, I watched his fight. His One of his fights was one of the first fights I watched, but he somehow, he he's lost like three straight, I think, before this fight. But, uh, He's always fun to watch and always comes to fight, and it was fun, and he won. Uh, he gassed the guy out in the second round and uh, got a knockout TKO. But uh, it was a fun fight to watch, for sure. So I'm trying to find uh, the upcoming fights. I'm trying to pull them up, and for some reason, my phone is does not want to pull up anything. Well, I'll get them. I'll, I'll send you a link to this app I have that has all the upcoming fights listed in it. But um, it's just Uriah Hall and Sean Strickland. That's um, right. That's right. I like Sean Strickland. I think he's a shit talker, but I think he's good at what he does. Sean Strickland, I think, is really good. Uriah Hall hasn't fought since he snapped Chris Weidman's leg in half. Yeah. Um, Uriah Hall is going to have issues with the mental part of getting in there, I think, and trying to hurt somebody because he... <coughs> Earlier on in his career, he completely knocked somebody out, and uh, like the guy was on the ground for like 10, 20 minutes, and he had issues getting back in and trying to hurt people. So he might have issues with that again. But uh, Sean Strickland comes to fight. I think Sean Strickland probably gasses him out and gets a TKO or yep. decision late in the uh, fight. I but um, that. I think or that Uriah also, Hall gets like, a head kick knockout. But. I haven't seen any of the press for it, but I also think that, like, psychologically, Sean Strickland is going to definitely be able to 
to float around in Uriah Hall's head for the week up, yep. up leading to the fight just because Sean Strickland's such a shit talker and Uriah Uriah Hall is a kind of a laid more or less of a laid back guy. And uh, Yeah, and uh Strickland always comes forward in the fight, right? And so Hall is Yeah. Hall I, I think he's gonna find it hard to fight, especially using his kicks moving backwards. Um so if Strickland is able to just walk Hall down, I think Strickland's gonna get it and he's gonna end up gassing Hall out. If Strickland stays put or backs up a little, Hall's gonna try to fire off some leg kicks and might get a crazy head kick knockout. Um, but that would have to be within the first three rounds. If it goes later than that, I see Strickland winning it, unless Strickland just takes a shitload of damage. But uh, I don't see that happening. But the yeah, rest about, of the card kind of sucks. So. Well, the Cheyenne buys fight I'm excited to see because she fought last time, I believe, against Conejo. And yeah. I couldn't stand that fight because Conejo literally just sat on her. Now, and I know Conejo Joe just Rogan. Got knocked out. Yeah, I know Joe Rogan. Like, I've heard him say multiple times, if they can just sit on him and they can't get off, well, then that's just how it is, and that sucks. No, I think that's dumb. I think that, um, that you have to try to if you're sitting the fight on somebody in whatever in your, position you're in. Yeah, if you're sitting on somebody and you're working, that's fine. But she literally sat on her and would throw, like, a hammer fist here or there. Yeah, if you're the one that's in the dominant position, um, it's on you to advance the fight because if the other fighter's sitting there not taking damage, they're the one in the compromised position. Why are they going to move and try to put themselves in a worse position when they don't need to if they're not taking damage? So if you're the one on top and just sitting there, it's up to you to try to chase a submission or get a ground and pound TKO. But to just lay and pray, is uh, that's why you should be stood up but sometimes they stand them up too early. Sometimes they don't stand them up at all. So, and that was the thing. Like I was shocked that they did not stand them up at all. Like, yeah, whatever. But, um, yeah, Cheyenne buys. She's fighting. So I, I think that'll be exciting. And, I, and she almost whooped his, whooped her ass too. Like for the for the times. Yeah. And she she did have a good shot defense. But I will say on Conejo's part, even though I don't like her at all, she had really fucking. She was very very good at being able to take it to the mat which is obviously where she was most comfortable. Now, however, in this last fight, I can't remember the girl uh-huh. she fought, but uh, that didn't work out so well because it was no. like 40 seconds in and that motherfucker was knocked the fuck out. No. But I think this fight is, uh, I mean, not, it's not a gimme fight for Cheyenne Bias, but I do think it's a fight that's set up so that she can kind of win this fight with relative ease or it's a better matchup for her than somebody that's just going to take her down and wrestle her. Um not that it's a gimme fight, but I do think it'll be an easier fight for her and get her back on the right track. But yeah, uh, no, the rest of the card is kind of not great. Yeah. Because yeah. So. No, no. the other fight I was looking forward to is Chris Dukakis, who I think is a Philly cop, and his brother is actually a middleweight fighter. Um, he was going to be fighting the number seven ranked heavyweight, but uh, they got pushed back again to the. 266 pay-per-view. They got pulled off last week's card and pushed back again. And then the Sam Alvey fight, that would have been a fun middleweight fight to watch, but that got pulled and I don't know when that's going to get rescheduled. And uh, I don't think the prelims... Let's see. There was one fight on the prelims I thought I saw that was going to be good. I can't remember what it was. I don't know. My fucking thing was fucked up, but... Yeah, shout out Cheyenne Buys if you ever, you know, happen to get a divorce. Hit me up. I know your husband can literally beat the shit out of me, but that's why I'm saying this over a microphone. Well, his, so. her husband's also like two feet tall. 
yeah, I, I don't care. He's probably still going to beat the absolute dog shit out of me. I got a decent reach, and I got a pretty solid jab, but uh, other than that, probably not a lot to compare there. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, hit me up. Hopefully, I mean, not hopefully, but if that fails, you know, I'm single too. It's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, she's hot as shit. But uh, aside from that, I'm trying to think, what's the next big card? Is it? Uh, uh, oh, it's next uh, UFC pay per view. What was that? Is it Derek Lewis? Yeah, it's a Derek Lewis Terrell yeah. Gone fight. Amanda Nunez is fighting on that too, but yeah, the only downside with Amanda Nunez fights is. You know how it's going to go. I almost don't want to watch them because you just know what's going to happen. You know yeah. she's going to – it's not a challenge at this point. She needs to fight. It would be nice if uh, Kayla Harrison would come over from the PFL and cut down to 145 and fight Amanda Nunez. That would be a fight I'd want to see. I want to see fights that are going to challenge her. I don't want to just see the same repeat people come up and fight. And a lot of that just has to do with that 145. There's not a lot of female fighters and athletes at that weight class which, like, the 115 is, like, and 125 are the two most stacked women's divisions. Um, once you get up above that, it's just, uh, they just get worse. These flies? Or, not worse, but less, less stacked. Like, the flies are the real terrorists over here, okay? These fucking things <laughs> fly into your mouth and, like, up your nose and shit. Like, fuck. Why are there even flies here? It's a fucking desert. Like, there's yeah. literally nothing. There's nothing. And somehow there's flies everywhere. Um, I'm supposed spiders. to. We're gonna have a deployment. Our unit. We just got told 2023 to uh, Al Udeed six months. Al so, be fucking tight. Yeah, Those that'll be a. a I th- I'm gonna put in for it. Um, I'm sure they'll give it to me because junior airman, or I'll be a staff sergeant by then. Yeah, but, you should uh, be able to get it. But that'll be that's a tight deployment. That'll be sweet. This place yeah, isn't that'll horrible. Be sweet. This place isn't horrible. It's just real. Like, there's not a lot to do, and I get it. Like, whatever, but. The only downside with LUD for air traffic control is it's one of the busiest deployment centers for air traffic control. So, so all uh, the complaints that the guys here are talking about, um, sorry, we're totally switching topics real quick, <laughs> but all the complaints that the guys here talk about, Drew, is the tower at Deed when they were there, it was not an American. They could not understand them, so that'll be a plus. Um, yeah, so it's there's Americans that run it. They We run it, every, but we switch out with different forces every once in a while. Um, the so it's in Qatar, but um, the last we when I was in McCord, we just uh, talked to a guy who just got back from LUD. He was out there with a couple other guard controllers, um, so we've been out there for a little while now. But yeah. it's not all Americans, and I think it's like different shifts have different uh, nations on it, and the the Middle Eastern controllers uh, and pilots are not the yep. best. Super sketchy. <laughs> So, no, I know, we've yeah. had our experiences here. But, yeah, for those who don't know, Drew works as an air traffic controller in the Guard, and then I'm a fireman in the Air Guard as well as a fireman out, outside of my part-time military commitment. Um, but, anyway, back to fighting. I watched uh, the USA boxing team. They actually looked like they were doing pretty fucking good. Uh, Naomi Graham went up to fight. God damn, there's bugs everywhere right now. Naomi Graham went up to fight yesterday. And uh, I don't remember what country she fought, but whoever she fought, it honestly, it wasn't a good fight. Like, it was more of like a scrum, and there, there was, and I hate to say this because like, obviously they're light years ahead of, of me, but there didn't seem to be like a whole lot of like technical aspect to it. 
and I was kind of yeah. shocked. And I that's I don't watch a lot of USA boxing, but um, it could have just been that specific fight. It could have been that matchup. Now the girls who's fighting had a long reach, so it was very difficult for Naomi to she would throw a jab and it would just be so short. And then the other girl, anytime Naomi would try to go in, would just stick her with a jab, which is what she should do. I mean, with your length, but um, so I, Naomi did lose that fight, I believe. Yeah, that's sure. just a that's just a downside. Like women, combat women's sports, MMA, boxing. Um, aren't on the level of competitiveness as men's, and it's not because they're women, but it's because they just haven't been around as long, right? Um, yeah. Boxing for men and wrestling and jiu-jitsu and all these karate, uh, for men it's like been a much bigger thing for a lot longer period sure. of time, and now it's just starting to grow for women. Yeah, so I, it'll I get see there. some truth in that. But, um, um, and yeah. I'm not saying there's, I'm sure there's other phenomenal fights there like i was watching one right before that that was a good fucking fight and that was that was both yeah. women but it's just that that fight specifically does not really live up to the hype that i was hoping it would be now yeah. obviously she'll have more fights and whatever so i mean she's ranked number eight in the world so she's definitely i'm not saying she's bad <laughs> it's not what i'm saying um yeah yeah other than that jermall charlo jermall charlo and brian castagna are trying to get a rematch i don't know if that's yeah. going to happen um, I think everybody would like to see that, and I would like to see it, and then I would like to see them not fucking fold the fight to Jermel Charlo for having all the belts, because Brian Castaño definitely deserved that fight. But, uh... Yeah, and then uh, Deontay Wilder and Tyson Fury, I believe, in October. Yeah, I think it's October I want to say October... Oh, October 9th is uh, when they'll be fighting now, supposedly. We'll see if that happens. Um, I, I do think Fury wins it again. I, obviously, Wilder has a lot of power and can clip Fury at any point during the fight. But if Fury comes in, has the same good movement and forward pressure that he had in the first fight, forces Wilder to fight off his back foot, I think why, uh, Fury's just going to walk through Wilder again and get another TKO. Um, but we'll see. That's a little while off. I did see that talks between Canelo Alvarez and Caleb Plant have kind of fallen through for that for, uh, fight that's supposed to be happening. So we'll see what happens with that. But I can't tell if this is recording through the mic or not. I think it is. I think it is too. It's just sorry, it just popped up on my MacBook. That's not. I'm like, okay, well, that's weird. But anyway. Um. Yeah, so we're going to be working out some kinks here to, to try and do this podcast as time goes on, and I'll probably find a better setup than this. Right now, I'm literally sitting outside of... deployment shelter. <laughs> yeah, like actually outside of a Connex box at 5.45 in the morning. People are walking by, probably wondering why I'm talking into a microphone, thinking I'm fucking crazy. Well, I am crazy. Um, but yeah, one so one of the guys over here that deployed with us, he actually is a full-fledged boxing instructor. And so, yeah, do they yes, have a boxing gym out there? They don't really have, like, a specific gym for boxing. Somebody ha- hung up a heavy bag over here in the public gym, and then the fire department, we have our own gym, and there's no heavy bag there. Um, but he brought his mitts, and so we got to work yesterday. He's fucking – he's good. Like, like he holds – I mean, the way he holds the mitts and my coach back home holds the mitts are two completely different things, so it takes a second to kind of get adjusted. And, like, my coach back home doesn't call out numbers for punching – so like a lot of a lot of coaches like he like the guy here for example calls out one two three four five 
And yeah. Obviously, for those who don't know, each of those numbers is de- designated to a certain punch. So yeah, usually a one is a jab. Down. Yeah, usually your one, two, as you always hear, your one is a jab, jab two prop. is your straight right hand. Yeah. Anyway, so it, it's a little bit of an adjustment, but he's fast and he's kind of able to keep up with me a lot better, I feel like. Um, like, like his speed, his, his, um, and what is it? Not like physical speed, but like the, like we're both kind of like in our head, like go, 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 because I'm basically like ADHD, even though I don't know if I actually am, but uh, like I'm very hyper, I guess. So he's hyper too. So it's kind of cool to be able to like talk to him and whatever, but no, it's different for my coach and I'm trying to, to stay grounded to what he's taught me, but at the same time, kind of open up this, the door to learn new things and kind of put it in my back pocket and whatever, but it's good stuff, man. Um, yikes. Flies flying literally everywhere right now. I think they think you're dead if you sit down long enough. The flies just assume you're dead. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so Fight World stuff. I'm trying to think. Hopefully I'll be able to figure it out again for this Saturday. But the, I usually don't watch it until after the fight's already happened live, so I have to stay off my phone and shit because I'm not getting up at – there's a seven-hour time difference from here to the East Coast, so I'm not getting up at 2 a.m. to watch prelim fights. It's just not going to yeah. happen. What just would be make great? Make sure you uh, turn off your notifications from sports apps and stuff. Yeah, I already did. What would be great is if Dana White would stop being a fucking cock and would figure out how other nationalities can watch the UFC. No, you can. I just don't know who has the streaming contract for out there. Um, there's somebody not, does. There's it might one. be through like. It's probably not the zone, but it's going to be something similar to the zone. Um, I don't know, but. The, what I told you should work fine. Um, I, I figured it out. I have my ways. I have my ways. Yeah. Yeah. But you know who I will fight? I won't really fight anybody in the UFC, right? Because I'm, I'm not that dumb. But I will fight Dana White because fuck him. <laughs> I don't think you want to fight Dana White. Why? Because he's juiced? <laughs> yeah. And he was a boxing instructor. So. Oh, okay. So boxing instructor. I'll still fight him. Fat fuck. He, he, he probably can't throw punches very fast with how fucking big his arms are, but um, you'd throw a punch and it would just, like, break your wrist when you hit him. No, he's he's a bitch. I'm calling him out. Hey, Barstool, at Barstool Sports, Big Cat, rough and rowdy. Yeah, are you going to be a Barstool-sponsored uh, airman? I don't know if that's a, allowed, but I'll be getting out after this deployment, so I, I don't really fucking care. But Might, what, uh, might yeah, as well bar, send Barstool an email about it. Say say you've been seeing you've been barstool sponsored athletes. Why not do a barstool sponsored deployed airman and yeah. uh, make some little cash? Yeah, send it out, big cat. I'm calling out yeah. Dana White. Fuck that bitch. I'll even fight up a weight class or two. <laughs> if you're fighting Dana White, you're gonna be fighting up like 20 weight classes. Yeah, I'll, I'll do it. But, yeah, little bitch. He's probably on fucking uh, uh, PEOs. PEDs. PEDs. Sorry, words. Yeah. yeah, I'm I'm assuming just a lucky guess, but all right. Well, um, today my time is Thursday. Back home it's Wednesday night. Um, so hopefully we'll try to get this done next week, same ish time, roughly daytime, whatever, um, and uh, get a little bit better schedule because yeah, I say we try to do it. Um... Sunday night my time or Monday night my time because you should have every other day off so one of those two days should always work yes uh, Sunday theory. Sunday night or Saturday well I 
work Saturday. I don't know. We'll figure it out. But anyway. It can't, it can't be Saturday night because the fights are on Saturday night. True. Well, we'll talk about it another day then. We'll figure it out. Um, but um, yeah. other than that, I got to go get ready to go to work and not be a shitbag. And is there anything else that we forgot to talk about? I don't think so. I don't think so either. So, on that note, bye.